Hey guys, welcome back to the Move Everyday podcast. Uh, I'm Coach Mike from Hackettstown CrossFit. And today we're joined by a uh, special guest from Chester CrossFit. And uh, I don't know if uh, we've revisited Chester yet since the very first episode. So we're excited to get to hear some more of the stories coming out of uh, our Chester location, which was the, the second one. Um, over there right after Hackettstown. So uh, with us today, we have Laurel. Hello, Laurel, welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, Laurel is um, a longtime member over at Chester and uh, recently started transitioning and, and I'll let her tell her story. Um, but Laurel, why don't you take a second and introduce yourself? Um, let all of our listeners know kind of who you are, where you came from, uh, maybe how long ago you found uh, Chester and and a little bit about what that process was like, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, uh, happy to do that. So uh, my name is Laurel Riley. Uh, I've been a member at uh, Chester CrossFit for uh, about two and a quarter years, and um, I've always been kind of a fitness person, but mostly in the endurance types events. So I was a runner in high school, um, in particular, like cross country, winter track, spring track. And I did that all four years of my high school. And then also all four years of college, um, including some pretty cool trips to nationals with our cross country team. Um, so we we had a really good team. I went to Holy Cross, which is in Worcester, Massachusetts. It was eons ago. Probably uh, you weren't even born, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> when this was all going on. But it was something that I fondly remember, and I love the team. I, it's you know running is an individual event, but it's also a team event, especially when you do cross country and you do some relays. So um, I did that. Um, I kept doing some running, you know, run, running road races and um, joined the YMCA here, um, actually the one in Somerset Hills. Did some workouts there on my own, did some spin classes. Then like in my 40s, got into triathloning. So I had to learn really how to swim well. So I swam at the Y and got my bike, got my trainer, did indoor training, was like a lunatic master's triathlon person. So I guess um, then I realized that I can be a little clumsy. And so I ended up with some injuries like Trail running is a problem for me. I've fallen. I can't get up. I've got to call my husband to come rescue me a couple of times. So I'm better inside a gym, I think. So um, actually, the way I got to Chester CrossFit, um, my next door neighbor, who was a, a CrossFit guy, he wasn't in Chester. He was in Morristown. He would tell me and explain these workouts. And I'd be like, what? You did what? You threw what over your shoulder? You went where? You did what with a partner? You ran around the block, the green in Morristown? 
Um, so I was intrigued by it, but I never jumped on it at that time. I was still doing some triathlon work and I'm like, eh, triathloning is much better than CrossFit because, you know, it's, it's badass stuff and you're dying the whole time. But I didn't realize how much you really could die until, you, <laughs> until I got to CrossFit. Um, Allison Marslack, who's a member at uh, Chester CrossFit, she brought me as a friend. So I started um, in the all outs and um, at night. That was with Joe. He was new to the facility at that time, Coach Joe. I did like a whole summer of all outs using my endurance. You know, my endurance training is pretty good. But then I'm realizing, gee, I'm not very strong. So I took the prep classes and switched to the morning. The crazy crew at 5.30 with Christine, who was the trainer there at the time. Um, so, and that's, yeah, it's been about two years of, of 5.30 a.m. workouts. I love that group. Um, shout out to, to David and Chris and Rick and, and all those are the guys, right? And Matt and Rob and, you know, it's just crazy. And also the girls, we've got Missy now and um, Jen and Janine. And sometimes we had Brienne. Uh, I hope she comes back. <laughs> she's, she's doing some other stuff now. Toby, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Lisa, so I love the crew and I love getting up early and getting that workout going to start the day. So that's where we are. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I hear uh, I hear rumors about that 5:30 class over there. It's something special. It's something uh, different. Um, we haven't really found elsewhere yet that uh, that 5:30 crew. I guess it's pretty pretty rompous over there, huh? <laughs> to say the least. Um, <laughs> cool. So, uh, so basically. You know, long story short, you came from an endurance background. Um, it's not like you weren't, you know, you weren't just sitting on the couch. You were doing lots and lots of different things, but training pretty hard, but mostly in that longer, you know, 20, 30, 40, maybe hour long domain, not really short, intense sprints, so to say, right? Yep. Speed is not my forte, <laughs> gotcha. but you know, cool. uh, we all have goals. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so, no, I'm just saying most, you know, most of the people that we've talked to so far, uh, I guess maybe with the exclusion of Chris, most people hadn't really been doing a lot of, of anything, you know, had maybe done something in their younger years and then fallen off and kind of like, you know, sat for a while, had kids, like sat in the office and, you know, kind of let exercise go by the wayside. So, um, so I'm just trying to get an idea of kind of where you're coming from. So you were still training, you still had goals you were trying to reach, but they were, uh, they were just, um, you were doing more of the endurance side of stuff. Did you ever do any normal gym stuff during that time? Were you ever like, you know, trying to do weights or anything like that? Or it was mostly like bike running and, and swimming? Um, I did, I did some personal training, um, as well, uh, on the side to try and help with my strength piece. Um, 
but nothing really with the barbell. Uh, I think also the personal training helped a bit with the core area because my legs are really my asset. They're strong and they've always been strong. But once you get from my waist up, that's where the problems begin. And um, so that, that's really where, um, where CrossFit has helped me immensely. I've seen, I, I follow um, and enter my stuff on Beyond the Whiteboard pretty religiously. So I, I use that as a gauge over time to see where I've come from. And um, I'm still able to get some PRs. It's not like every week I'm not getting PRs like it was in the beginning. And, um, and I was overjoyed and jumping for joy practically every class. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. Um, but I have a lot of goals. Like I'm still trying to get that elusive pull up, still trying to get a rope climb yesterday with the rope climb, I was actually able to stand on the rope <laughs> um, and not fall off of it. So um, I'm able to do a couple of toes to bar now, like maybe three in a row. So, you know, it's little by little now, um, but I love a challenge. I actually, love that I actually fear this place when I go in there. I don't know, there's something about it, something about the unknown of what the workout's going to be and how, how much it's going to test me. Um, I also love the fact that everybody in the room is kind of in the same place. Like we're all digging deep and we're all trying to help one another if we can get out a gasp of air <laughs> to cheer one another on. Um, but yeah, like I think it's maybe an unusual personality trait, or maybe it's one that all CrossFitters have this crazy um, need for challenge and need to try and be better tomorrow than I was yesterday. Um, and I think, you know, that's one of the reasons why the hour that I spend at Chester CrossFit is, I don't, don't tell my family, could be the best hour of my day. And, and it has been like that for over two years. So it's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I think a lot of people are wired a little bit differently. People that kind of do some of the exercises that we do and some of the, you know, the workouts and, you know, just to even write up on the board, the stuff that we write up there, you know, most people wouldn't even think of, you know, it's a lot different than let me do the, uh, the Stairmaster for 30 minutes and then, you know, two circuits of the machines and then, and then go home, you know, but I think, uh, like you hit on, it's, it's the challenge. It's that unknown that kind of makes it fun. It makes it interesting. You know what I mean? It's like, why do it if it's not going to be challenging to you? Um, that's why people go on roller coasters. That's why people go on vacation places they've never gone before. You know what I mean? You step outside of your comfort zone and it can be, uh, it can be addicting for sure. Um, cool. Well, I mean, you, you hit on a lot of stuff there. Um, I want to go, go back to a second for um, Beyond the Whiteboard. So you 
you said you use this software, this stuff that we've uh, kind of helped guide you guys toward, which is beyond the whiteboard, and you track your results, which is really cool. So I think that's another thing that um, people don't realize is that, uh, you know, there is measurable success. You can see if you're getting better. You know, it's a lot different than a 5K where each week you go back and you're, you know, you're not running a race every single week. So it's hard to tell, like, am I getting better until test day? But talk a little bit about um, what your, you know, what your results have been or what kind of things you've seen improve or maybe what things you're still working on and how that, uh, how that motivates you. Because I know for me, it's the same thing when I log stuff into beyond the whiteboard i get to see what i did last year two years i have stuff in there from five years ago so it's it gives me a good idea of you know what my effort was like for that day maybe not where i'm you know maybe not where my fitness is right now but just in general what uh what i should be able to do shouldn't be able to do and and it's motivating but i was thinking maybe you can uh share your experience with that as someone coming from a background of like you know, obviously, you know, your cross country times, you know, the times that you can do. And how does that translate here into uh, the fitness side of it? Yeah, I've always been a uh, tracker, you know, like a, you have goals, and you need to have numbers that go with them. That's just me, maybe. Um, I have a science mind. So the fact that beyond the whiteboard allows you to put in your um, the pounds that you've been able to lift, like today's workout, I'll have to, I'll put that in that I was able to do 75 pounds with the, the clean and jerk as part of that 15 minute um, AMRAP. So I'll put that in and I look, um, I look at the pounds and I also look at the power output for the workouts. Um, and sometimes it's surprising to me that some of the workouts that I do when I lift heavy weights that the, um, the power is not as, as high as when I'm, um, you know, like today's workout, I'm pretty sure is going to be pretty high. Like some, for me, somewhere in the sixties, sixties is a good number 65 ish on the power output. So I, I look at that. Um, I look at the graphs. I look at what beyond the whiteboard tells me is my weak are my weaknesses and i you know yeah i know my weaknesses are going overhead my uh, my overhead squat is like diddly squat so i'm you know working on it it's a work in progress that that whole area my upper body now more my shoulders lats that whole area those those are improving slowly. I'm working on it, but I can see those numbers and beyond the whiteboard, like identifies that it's a weakness for me. So um, it's not just me thinking it is, it's actually there in black and white. Um, I also look at myself, like I am, I'm 56 years old. So I look at this beyond the whiteboard, like number that is given to me of my fitness and I think, you know what, I'm probably doing pretty good. Um, it, it generally ranges around 50, 50. I'm in the 50th percentile, um, especially when there's an endurance event that's recorded. I 
mine has lapsed. So now I've dropped down to 40%. <laughs> but when I get something like a two mile time in there or, or a mile time, then I jump up because I'm, I'm, I'm in the upper echelons on, on those events. Um, but I like that Beyond the Whiteboard gives you some analytics, some numbers, comparative numbers, also like that you can take a look at yourself, see where you've been, set some goals. Um, every time we do like a one rep max, I go in there, I look at my, one, my previous one rep max, I try to get to that, I try to get a few more pounds than the previous one. So I think it's really um, a great tool. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, do you, what do you think it is about seeing what you're weak in and trying to improve that? Not everybody, you know, cares or wants to, but for you personally, what um, do you feel like that changes you overall, your health, your fitness, your, you know, your abilities, what your, you know, your strength, your flexibility? Do you feel like chasing those things, those overhead presses, those overhead squats, do you feel like that has changed you as a person at all, like what you're able to do, how you feel, you know, physically, because I would assume that, you know, coming from a running background, having some endurance, you're not, it's not like you feel like a slouch, you know, it's not like you feel like you can't get off the couch, but now doing this strength stuff, how has that translated elsewhere? Do you feel any different? Do you see any differences? You know, um, I'm just curious about that because Beyond the Whiteboard shows you what those weaknesses are. And it's fun to attack those. Um, does it make a difference to you? Do you feel different or see anything different? Or maybe it's just more of a, you know, an emotional thing. You just know that you're getting better because you can see, you know, that graph going in the right direction. Yeah. I, um, I, I do see things like in terms of the shape of my body, um, especially my shoulders, my arms, like, it's amazing how flabby you can be and run. I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary. Um, you can be pretty flabby and still be able to run as long as your legs can work. Um, but I, when I first joined, it was one of the things that I talked to Trish about. Um, just like upper body, like being toned, um, you know, not being so wiggly jiggly under the arms you know that area there is such a hard area to work on um but i have seen major improvements in in my body um from that and i i'm starting to see this area like in in my back has gotten you know it's getting there it's the work in progress um the lats and and the um, you know the biceps, the tricep area, that that uh, the work in the overhead press, the overhead um, press really helps that area, and the work in the um, the pull-ups, these strict pull-ups that we've been doing. I'm trying and trying. I'm down to two, uh, down to one red band, and I'm hoping and praying <laughs> that soon that darn one red band is going to go away. <laughs> Good, good. That's cool, though, that you see, you see a difference, you feel a difference. And, you know, um, that, you know, just tracking those results has at least helped kind of push you in that direction, right? It like opens your eyes, yeah. like, all right, I know I'm weak at this, but what are the specific things I'm weak at? And, you know, okay, I'm going to work harder on those, or I'm going to do 
little bit extra of those or that's, you know, that's the area I want to improve um, instead yeah. of just hammering your strengths all the time. And, you know, maybe you don't see any difference in your, in your body or in your abilities overall. So it's pretty cool. Um, so I want to get into, um, you know, we have a few minutes left here. I want to get into what your transitioning into or I, I understand you're you know taking on a kind of a new challenge within within the gym um so maybe you could tell us a little bit about that and kind of how that came about and I don't know all the details so um, okay. I'll let you kind of tell us go ahead happy to do that um well I by training am an educator uh, many many years of teaching um corporate training teaching in grammar school. I actually taught a year of high school chemistry back then, way back when. Um, I, the last 10 years, I've been um, substitute teaching. I've been a teacher's aide. I've done a leave replacement work in a kindergarten for six months. So I've always been an educator. I always have loved um, just realizing, helping people to realize their potential and see what they can do and give them um, the skills and tools they need to do it. So, and, and then I also always love this fitness thing, right? Um, I have taken breaks, believe me, I have taken breaks, but I think it's the challenge of the fitness that keeps bringing me back and you know seeing what i can do um i i also had to change things up i i'm not a marathoner my feet can't handle it i can't handle the repetitiveness of running miles and pounding on the roads anymore so that was one of the another one of the reasons why i switched to um crossfit um so back in late december i guess it was i mentioned to dave siegel Hey, I'm gonna. I'm thinking about going and taking the level one trainer course. And he's like, oh, he's like, wow, maybe I'll do it with you. So then we both signed up for level one training. That was, I think it was in uh, March of this year, and that class was amazing. It was at CrossFit Clue, uh, which is a facility like the gods made that place. The the indoor track is what sold me. I'm like, oh, if we could just run in that track indoors, it would be so nice in the winter. But um, they had a training staff and James Hobart, who I did not even know who he was. Um, and none of us knew who he was because all he did is introduce himself as James. He was the lead trainer and they had an amazing training staff. We went through the two days of training. Um, it was fabulous. It was basic, you know, basics. And we were using PVC poles to do everything, but boy, did we sweat. <laughs> um, a lot of um, classroom training as well as application. We finished the class. We took the test. Both, I, well, I know I was like, I don't know if I'm going to pass this test. But I found out later that week I passed. David passed. We were like, woohoo, celebrate. Um, and I, I think I approached, um, I don't know if it was Trish or Zach at the time saying, maybe, maybe I should, um, pursue the training piece of things. Cause I love, I love to teach. I love fitness. So let's put them together. 
And um, so I interned this summer. Uh, Nivy was my stellar tutor. He was with me every morning, helping me along. Um, I was with the, you know, I did a lot of hours, probably close to 40, 50 hours of uh, watching Nivy. He's a, a major, like a really good technician. He knows his stuff. And I learned an awful lot from him. So I finished my uh, internship in August, just in time for a Friday, two classes that I taught. And the next day, Saturday, I taught two more classes. So I am at the moment filling in when our friends, our coaching friends at Chester are, uh, are unable to train. So that's where we've been. Yeah, and this week I'm filling in for Joe. Joe's on vacation, so I'm filling in for Joe at night. Cool. And I love it. That's great. <laughs> that's awesome. How um, Was it nerve-wracking your first class, or was it you kind of like worked your way in slowly, or were you, you know, sweating like the first day you ever taught anything, or, or what? <laughs> I think there's a thrill of every time I stand up there, there is a little bit of like nervous energy, which is good. And there's a bit of a thrill. I think I'm a thrill seeker. I hate roller coasters though, but I don't know. I, I, there's something about standing up in front of people, especially knowing that some of them can do more than you. Um, so I need, it, I need to know to respect that, to utilize that when I can. Um, and then there's other people who, who want to get moving, who have their own goals. I'm trying to be a cheerleader. Uh, I was a cheerleader way back when. Small, that's a small tidbit. And I, I twirled batons. So <laughs> many, many years ago, I have a trophy to show it. Um, so I, I do, I do want to portray that I, I, you know, I want people to um, have a great hour, to sweat a lot, to feel like they, um, they've had the best hour of their day. And I'm hoping that that's, you know, that's a work in progress, but I'm hoping that's what people feel when they, when they leave the day with me. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, congratulations on that. That's a big, it's a big accomplishment. I know it's a, uh, I know what it feels like going into that test and not knowing, you know, what the questions are going to be and if you pass then, you know, and then getting that email finally and, and uh, that relief. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, well, congratulations. I think, uh, I think it's, um, it's very empowering to number one, have the journey yourself from, you know, finding, finding CrossFit, finding a different way to train something that's challenging, exciting, and then you start to see the improvement. And then all of a sudden translate that to someone else and help someone else see the difference in their body and the way they can train and you know the improvements that they can make it's it's very very empowering just to know that you can and if you haven't seen it yet you know um because you've only coached a few classes but if you haven't seen it yet you will spark that that energy that that you know fire in somebody that that ultimately sends them on a two-year you know uh binge of you know, watching every video they can and changing their nutrition and losing weight and toning up and, you know, and then they're going to go to their level one and, you know, and you'll have a, be able to sit back and say, I had a huge part in that. And I think it's, it's very, very powerful what we're doing. Um, 
So congratulations. I'm excited for you on that. And hopefully uh, maybe we'll steal you for a class here and there. Uh, we'll see if you, I don't know, some people are intimidated about coming over to Hackettstown. I don't know why. <laughs> maybe it's the maybe it's the dark gym or, you know, it's no, no air conditioning or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you guys train in the cave over there. That's great. That's <laughs> and great. there's bears at the cave, too. <laughs> if, you, if you don't do the workout right, you get fed to the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Laurel, thank you for sharing your story. Um, I'm very excited to share this with our Strong Together uh, family, and, and this will be coming out soon for people to kind of listen to and learn about uh, where you've come from, and you know, hopefully you can set a good example for uh, some other people that may be in your, in your shoes or in shoes that you were in a few years ago, and um, you know, like I said, maybe turn that, turn that switch, turn that tide for someone, and uh, we appreciate you sharing your story and uh, you know, potentially doing that for somebody. My pleasure. Happy to be with you this morning. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you, Laurel. We'll, we'll catch up with you soon. Uh, we got some events coming up for the, the whole Strong Together family. So hopefully we'll see you at uh, Wadskers in a month or so and, uh, and some other stuff. So um, I'm getting then, my dress. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I'm getting my dress. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's my Good first day. year. It's the first time I'll be able to go to Wadskers. Uh, we've oh, had, really? uh, yeah, we've had conflicts, but this year I'm going. Schedule it. Good. Awesome. All right. All right, Laurel. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Mike. Have a good day. Yep. Bye-bye.